You're listening to AWW Radio, the podcast of American Women's Wrestling. What is up, wrestling friends? I am Derek Lewandowski, and you are listening to and watching American Women's Wrestling Radio live on Facebook. And I am here with my brother from the same mother, the baddest man in the Adirondack Mountains, and the biggest Simon Fraser fan in New York. Right there, Ben Lewandowski. Hey, peeps, what's happening? All right. Like, you're still using it? Look, we got, we got like a world-class wrestler right here on our show, and you're still using that lame... Listen, if she, wants to lane, if she wants to landmine my greeting, I'll let her landmine it. I will never do it again. But let's ask her. I'm not going to lie. It kind of sounded like a pirate, and it just made me think like, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean a little bit. That's the yes. vibes I got from that. All right, Ben, back to the drawing board. You, your greeting has been landmined. All right, sounds good. It's done. It's over. All right, I mean, you know what? We, we put up a Twitter poll, too, and I think, didn't you lose the Twitter poll, or did they like I it? I did, and I was kept off the show a few times because of it. Yeah, you were suspended. Yeah. But he's back. Here he is, and we have a very special guest with us here today, uh, Emma Bruntel, 2019 Senior Nationals Champion, 2020 NCAA Champion from McKendree University, but also... She is the Reaper Wrestling COO, so I uh, got a lot of irons in the fire in the wrestling community. Emma, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I'm back in Washington uh, for now. I got a training setup, you know, going on here. So here it, for the foreseeable future until we know more about, you know, what this next year is shaping up to look like. So I'm enjoying being back. I uh, haven't been back in Washington this much since my junior year of high school. So, well, it was. Uh... It was a lot of fun watching you this year, and, um, you know, there's much more to come, we're sure. Um, obviously, today, we, we put it out there on Reaper Wrestling as we're collaborating with you as, as AWW on this, this awesome virtual best all-time tourney project we're doing. I want to talk to you about that in a minute, but first thing is, uh, you know, I don't think any wrestling fan sees your face and, uh, you know doesn't know who you are and what you did this year, any, especially women's right. wrestling fans. So we want to hear from you, Emma Brunzel, the athlete. Can you talk about your experience at McKendree this year, wrestling, you know, for your college and also at Senior Nationals? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I started off the year, uh, I talk about this a lot because I try and be pretty open with people about my injury history and, and just help other people in the same situation. But I came off of five surgeries the year before, so it was my first Time competing since the U.S. Open in 2018. Um, competed there as a high school senior. Uh, my first tournament was SFU in the fall, which actually turned out to be pretty much a meat grinder and really a good preparation for the Feral and then the Open later on. Um, obviously, my first college season learned a lot, especially you know just the length of the season compared to to high school. Um, and with the, the U.S. Open, I, I felt pretty good about it. It was the first time, you know, I really was able to break through. And, you know, I've been in the semis of those tournaments a lot and, you know, been on the losing side of those. So it was nice to, you know, kind of break through, um, get that first one and, and looking forward to other ones. And NCAAs was, it was awesome to get, you know, my individual title just because I wanted to kind of write, not the wrong, because I, I lost in the duel to the girl I had in the finals. But I just wanted to show that that wasn't who I am as a wrestler. And, and uh, also, McKendry getting the team title was, was pretty special. So ended the year on a high note there and, and just looking forward to the next year. Talk about what it's like being part of that, you know, team with so many great wrestlers. 
it's awesome. You know, it's a really good training environment just because we have so many people um, pushing each other and uh, just helping each other out too. Like if you have, you know, a bad day, a bad practice, like your teammates are, are there for you and, and there to pick you up, which was definitely different from, you know, my previous, the, the OTC is definitely more individual. So you're, you know, in charge of your training. So it was nice to have that, that team atmosphere for sure. So um, you're here with us today um, yep. to discuss the, the virtual brackets. We are going to have uh, Lauren Mason from Simon Fraser University, three-time All-American, who's also the communications director. We think that's her official title for... Yeah, we'll have to ask her to double-check. But. Um, but Ben, hey, uh, you know, biggest SFU fan in New York, Ben. Um, Is that my new title? New? Well, I mean, I just wasn't sure if I need to own that or... Look... That is established, right? That is that's set in stone because when we did the predictions for, you know, the NCAA champions, uh, you had more SFU champions than uh, McKendry champions. I did, I did. Sorry. I think Ben's a new LinkedIn profile should say Pirates of the Caribbean enthusiast and uh, SFU biggest fan. That should be the new title. I, I do, I do, uh, I do like me a little Pirates of the Caribbean. So. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll put that uh, we'll put that next to your name on our website, Ben. When we're you know kind of telling everybody who we are. So, um, all right. So uh, Lauren Mason's going to join us uh, in a little bit. Uh, Emma, uh, you know, you on behalf of Reaper Wrestling reached out to us. Uh, you you know you and, and the team there had a vision to do this. Can you talk about you know your heart, your mindset behind this uh, this project, Virtual Best All Time Tourney? Yeah, this project's been done, you know, on the men's side a lot. You saw it with Flo um, this year with kind of best of the decade. But it hasn't really been done on the women's side. And the thing with, you know, women's wrestling is, you know, before companies like AWW and Reaper Wrestling, um, there wasn't, you know, as much media coverage out there and there wasn't as many storylines to build up. So with this project, we were thinking it would be a great chance to, to educate fans who are maybe aware of, you know, women's wrestling in 2016, 2017, you know, on to 2020, but not really aware of what happened back in 2004 and, and, you know, in 08. So from 2004 and onward, uh, we were thinking that's, you know, what we would kind of provide. And we wanted to do, you know, obviously since women's wrestling like started, but it's really hard to find, you know, good and, and accurate information about the athletes. So we figured, doing it from the first, you know, Olympics onward. And then, um, you know, uh, the goal of the project is really just to promote women's wrestling, um, gain interest and intrigue around storylines and athletes, and really just, um, you know, build up women's wrestling to, to what we think it can become in the media world. Yeah, and I got to say, um, just as someone who, you know, has done a lot of research for this, just going back and watching matches, reading articles, trying to learn about some of these women that, you know, I personally didn't know much or anything about at all. It's been an education. It's been inspiring, um, you know, because when you see a name in a bracket, and I think, you know, the, the whole idea of recency bias uh, kind of plays into this whole thing. But if you know somebody, you've seen them wrestle and you see their name, you know, uh, in a Twitter poll or in a bracket, you're like, oh, I'm picking them because I know them. You know, how good could this person have been in comparison with this person? But then you go back and watch the match, and holy cow, there are some absolute hammers, you know, in these brackets that maybe you don't know who they are. You know, those of you that are watching, maybe you've never seen them wrestle, but uh, it was a real education for me to go back and find old videos and watch a lot of these matches. And and uh, full disclosure, my mind is a little bit of scrambled eggs, too, 
because I've seen so many matches over the last few days, you know, just getting educated. But I feel like I've been in class. I don't know about you, Ben. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's I feel uh, a little ashamed that I don't know more. But that's part of the joy of this journey is that we can we can dive in and, you know, research even before 2004. I mean, part of when we first got into this, even I was I went back to as early as I could find just to start researching. And before we had decided when we were going to start, man, just finding information very as little as it was uh, anything you found was just like, wow, there's just so many great nuggets of uh, wrestling history out there and wrestlers. And like you said, hammers, these, 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 these ladies were amazing. And uh, yeah, I mean, this, it's a hypothetical, it's fun. It's all it's meant to be. If it educates anyone, it's a win for women's wrestling, in my opinion, because we're, we're all, we all gain the knowledge of it. I think that's a lot of fun of us. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to talk through these brackets. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to get some people mad at us, but the reason people are going to get mad at us is because people like women's wrestling, right? And I think the more response we've gotten to this online, you know, Twitter and Instagram and, you know, private messages, I think that just proves that people care about this sport. And I think a project like this can can platform it in a way where, you know, we can know who, who has come before us and whose shoulders are we standing on and, and who are the heroes in this, in this movement. And I know myself, this process has has helped me grow in my understanding of all that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm excited about this. And, you know, this is going to go on for, what, four weeks, Emma? Yeah, yeah, four weeks is the timeline. So it'll go, we're in round of 16 now, then the winners will advance to quarterfinals, semifinals, and then um, the finals where we will determine the best of all time um, in these weights, the Olympic weights. And before we just dive into the brackets, I just wanted to explain a couple things for our fans out there, um, besides just the goal of the project, explaining kind of how this is going to work. So in each weight, um, we're going to go and talk through the weight, you know, kind of what we think, and then go over the fan votes. So we put up our, our poll on Twitter on Wednesday this week. It'll be up on Tuesday for each of the weeks after this. And the fan vote is um, basically equivalent to like one of our votes. So when Lauren hops on, there'll be four of us. We each get a vote, and then the fan vote will count for an additional vote later on in the the podcast series when we bring on guests they will also be granted a vote and then majority will win athletes um can only be in one weight with one peak year so in order to compare the athletes accurately and not just kind of their all-time um bio we chose a peak year for each of the athletes based on their accolades and and kind of wins in that year um and then head-to-head wins can overturn accolades but only in certain situations um I posted on Twitter about this, probably should have explained a little better, but head-to-head wins can get tricky because of the peak years of the athletes. For example, um, off the top of my head, Mal, her peak year is 2018, and in that year, she had a win over Kayla Miracle. But Kayla Miracle's peak year on our list is 2019, and she has a win over Mal. So in that situation, we probably wouldn't use head-to-head wins, and we would use kind of wins over other people or the accolades they got that year to determine our vote um just explaining a little bit on what goes into the vote um from there you know the majority winner will advance to the quarterfinals and will be voted on next week so that's a little bit about how the layout of this project will go good uh you want to mention landmines emma yeah yeah um so landmines are kind of uh the big surprise in all this they don't even have to make sense but each podcast host um will receive a landmine to use it's only once for the duration of this project, so it can only be used once, and then you use your landmine. 
Um, and a landmine can overturn the majority vote. So say there's a matchup, like in 50 kilos, we have 2015 Ronna Heaton versus 2004 Patricia Miranda. You know, um, say we all voted for Patricia Miranda, but one of us wanted to use a landmine and landmine that vote, um, then Ronna Heaton would advance to the quarterfinals, even though the majority voted for Patricia Miranda. So that's kind of how those work. Got it. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna dive in unless there's anything else, Emma, that we need to mention. I, I wanted to ask you a question. Yep. Yeah, I I had heard on a podcast at one point that Emma her desk is like a bicycle or something like that. Or I was just <laughs> curious, Emma, if you're like on a treadmill right now working out. You know yeah, we need mean? to know. Yeah, that I had to unfortunately leave my uh, bike desk in um, Illinois at McKendree because unfortunately they don't let you take a bike as a carry on. You know, I tried convincing. <laughs> the flight attendants but they were just like no you know you gotta leave it behind or so unfortunate but uh, i'm actually on a Segway right now oh yeah <laughs> yeah this whole couch is a Segway, and at any moment like the background may change because i can drive around on this set nice actually you know. okay um hey one other thing to mention before we dive in um we are going to be paying attention to the facebook comment thread you know those of you that are watching live, if you have any comments, um, questions, points you want to make, you know, concerns, feel free to drop those in the comment thread. And, um, uh, you know, as long as they're rated PG-13, we will bring them uh, onto the show. Okay? We'll be paying attention to that. All right, here we go. We're going to drop in here at uh, 50 kilograms. I think you mentioned, Emma, that these are the Olympic weights, right? We're yeah. using the six Olympic weights. Uh, if we... Didn't mention that yet. That's been posted in all of our publications about this. So um, let's start with that weight. Um, and let's start with just observations, you know, comments, overall impressions, any intriguing matchups. You guys got anything first off? Again, I, you know, Clarissa Chun just in the research. Wow. She's a hammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a great year for her. Obviously, um, she she got fifth, I believe, in Beijing, um, and then 2012 was when she uh, broke through and got her Olympic bronze at 48 kilos. Um, she's against Regina Doy, who was a WCWA champion her senior year, um, had her sister in the finals, I believe, two years, and a four-time All-American. Um, so pretty impressive resumes from both of them. Yeah, I, I, you know, the Doy sisters uh, are no joke. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think any of these matchups are we going to be, uh, you know, dismissive or flippant of, you know, anybody that we vote against. You know, all respect to every name that's in these brackets. They deserve to be in these brackets. They, they earn the right to have their name in these groups. But, yeah, Clarissa Chun, uh, fantastic, uh, I think, all-time wrestler for the United States. And, by the way, she's also... A uh, fantastic person. Yeah, I think if there was a Mount like Rushmore of women's wrestling, it, she would definitely be one of the faces on it and a real kind of ambassador for the sport, most definitely. Another matchup I had circled that I thought was really interesting uh, was 2015 Emily Webster versus uh, 2005 Sarah Allen. Emily um, was a four-time undefeated WCWA champion. I believe the only one to come out unscathed of her college yeah, career. Yeah, 118 and 0. Not a bad, not That's a bad wild. career. The yeah, not a bad one. And she won over Marina Doy, who went on to be another WCWA kind of great 
wrestler, um, two-time champ. And then uh, Sarah Fulballin, um, obviously the sister of Catherine Fulballin, now Catherine Shy. And uh, she had an awesome college sophomore season. She was a U.S. Open champ at 48 kilos and doubled up as a WCWA champion. So I think that one's a really interesting match from from two really good wrestlers. Yeah, I watched a match with uh, Webster and Doy from 2015. And uh, one of the things that kind of struck me about the match was Webster actually looked like she was in an inferior position um, early on in the match. Often she'd get underneath, you know, in a front head position, but she finished from there every time. And she had, I mean, big moves from there. Uh, you know, she had this great uh, far leg dump that she did, uh, you know, where she, she picked the far knee and scored. She just had tricks even from underneath. And, uh, and I'm going, man, if she's in that position, and scoring points, you know, it makes sense why she's 118 and 0. It looks like she can score from any position. Uh, really fantastic wrestler. I didn't really know anything about her until this project. What's interesting about that year, and I find pretty amazing, having you know had a lot of injuries myself, is she actually tore ACL, I believe, two or three weeks before um, nationals that year. So she was competing um, with a torn ACL, ended up getting ACL surgery uh, after that year. Um, but yeah, Torn ACL and both of them too uh, were really undersized. I mean, they both obviously had a lot of success in their college year, but not big one-on-one pounders, which is usually not the case, honestly. Uh, so I thought it was interesting that you know both of them were pretty small for the weight class. Uh, a couple thoughts, observations that I had, um, and these are just going to be bullets for me. That uh, that eight versus nine, Aaron Golson versus Cody Fowl. Yeah, I mean, there's a history there already, um, so it's not even like an imagined match. Like that, that match happened uh, a number of times, and it was exciting every time it happened. So that that's a real interesting matchup. Um, and believe it or not, I think that um, the number four versus thirteen, Condor versus Shilson, is interesting. And the reason I mention that is, um, you know, you can look at the fact that Condor beat Shilson ten zero when they wrestled. I think it was last year. And go, oh, well, that's a shoe-in. Well, Fernside beat uh, Shilson 10-0 also. But in that same tournament, they wrestled again. I think it was the Bill Farrell, maybe. And Shilson only lost 6-4. And that's what great wrestlers do, right? They make adjustments. So, I don't know. For me, it's not like you don't just assume that Shilson's going to get smashed again. She's a great young wrestler. I think I think she's a future senior-level star. I think everybody knows that. And... Um, I'm not saying she beat Condor, but I don't think it's a sure thing that Condor smashes her again if they wrestle the second time. And I think the fact that uh, Shilson was able to make adjustments, you know, within, I don't know if, it was, if that was a one-day tournament or two-day tournament, but she made those adjustments and, and went head-to-head with Fernside, you know, a very experienced, crafty, senior-level wrestler at the same tournament. So I, that was interesting to me. And then I think the last interesting thing to me was, you know, we got the number three, Alyssa Lampy against uh, 2019 Amy Fernside. Now, um, this match actually happened in December, and Lampy beat Fernside 10-0 at Senior Nationals. But if you look at the year that Fernside had last year, she won the Poland Open, won the Canada Cup last summer. Um, she actually outplaced Lampy at the Poland Open. So... I don't know. Like, again, I mean, these, we're talking like really experienced senior level wrestlers. I, 
I can't imagine that the result would look the same if they wrestled again. Maybe it would, but uh, the fact that Fernside had such a great year, and I think everybody, we have in our minds the fact that Lampy won senior nationals, right? So I think we all assume. Well, you're also, yeah, but you're also assuming the 2019 Lampy, not that that's, you know, we're looking at a 2013 Lampy where she won the Poland Open. You know what I mean? She won it that year. So. Again, yeah, and the 2013 Lampy also won a world bronze. So it's hard. I mean, it's hard because it's two different years, but you do have that matchup in your mind, and that's yeah. kind of that, that recency bias, I think, because we're like, oh, well, we saw her beat Victoria Anthony, had right. this amazing tournament. So, all right, you guys ready to get, get voting here? Let's do it. Uh, can you give us the uh, fan votes, too, as we go? And, and are you keeping Yeah, it- so our first matchup, 2012 Clarissa Chun versus 2018 Regina Doi. And the fan vote was in favor of Chun. So is the host vote here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chun. Yep. Yep, I think uh, it's Chun across the board. You know, Regina was an awesome, awesome athlete, but Chun's uh, bronze was really uh, important for the history of women's wrestling. So I'm going to go with Clarissa Chun. Emma, are you keeping the tally of these votes? Yep, I got them. 2016 Cody Fowl versus 2019 Aaron Golston. Uh, what was the fan vote? Uh, the fan vote was Aaron Golston. I'm going with Foul. Foul? Yeah, she's... What's a, your argument for that? Well, just that when she did beat Golston, I think the previous the previous year, though Golston was beating her pretty bad, Foul ended up pinning her. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, and, and it is 2016 Cody Foul. That was the one that beat Golston. That's, that, you know, that, that's, not a far, that's not a far-fetched pick. Uh, but I'm going Golston. If we're we're talking 2019 Golston, okay. not the one that lost the foul. So yeah. I'm going Golston on that. I think um, the year that Golston had, you know, getting a second at a really world class ranked tournament, beating Whitney. Um, I think that would, for me, outplace uh, Cody's win over her in 2016. Even though Cody did win the Open that year and had a great year, um, so I'm gonna go with Aaron Golston. So. Aaron Golston's our winner of that matchup. Uh, next is Haley Guelo over 2006 Mary Kelly, and this is 2016 um, Haley Guelo. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the um, that's actually the Haley Aguelo that beat Alyssa Lampy seven uh, six, and then she beat Victoria Anthony in a best of three to make the um, Olympic team. Um, Mary Kelly, you know, has a lot of nice accolades, four-time age-level medalist. Um, but I, I, I've got to go with Aguello there. I'm with you, Aguello. Um, yep, our fan vote also said Aguello. And uh, I'm going to go Aguello because she took ninth at the Olympics, um, had a tough match with Tosaka, and then also had a barn burner with Victoria Anthony, and then took out the defending world team member. So I think it would be hard to go against Haley in that situation. So I got Haley. Um, next, we have Emily Shilson, 2019 uh, versus 2019 Whitney Conder. Fan vote? The fan vote was Whitney Conder. Okay. I, I'm curious, like, do you know what the what the percentages were on that? Just curious what people thought. Um, I remember it being pretty in favor of Whitney. I could be wrong, though, but I thought it was pretty in favor of her. Well, of course, like I mentioned a minute ago, that match did happen uh, last year. Condor beat her 10-0. You know, I made the case that I think Emily could make the adjustments and and uh, and go toe-to-toe with her. That said, 
Uh, right now, with the information we have, I'm going Condor. Yeah, I'm going with Condor too. I mean, I think that the, the fact that we're looking through this, there's probably a few wrestlers in here. Um, Emily would be one of them. Emma, uh, Emma Brunsell may be another where that their best years are yet to come. And that's kind yeah. of the exciting thing too, where we, we look ahead of that, the adjustments they make along the way. But I'm going to go with Condor for this one. I think, I what mean, all respect to... I'm sorry, Emma. Just curious, Ben. What was your best year? Uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I ever had one. Was it was it your modified season when you went 500? Yeah, the... Uh, nope, I uh, I never did go 500. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I think uh, Whitney is obviously, you know, I think she's a six-time U.S. Open champ, um, 2019 Whitney Condor, beat Victoria Anthony to make the world team. Yeah. But I'm going to go in this situation, Emily Shilson, because, um, you know, she had an awesome year and, uh, you know, gave Amy a really good match. And I think with what you guys said, I think the second time around, you know, Wendy's a real aggressive wrestler in your face kind of style. And those wrestlers the first time out are really hard to wrestle because you don't have a feel for it. But I think in this hypothetical matchup, I think Shilson makes the adjustment and breaks through with the win. Wow. But... You guys. Good thing that was the late line, Emma. No, I'll save it. I, I don't know what's coming up next, but we got well, the fan vote is Whitney. So you guys. Oh my gosh, my phone just fell. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Whitney wins in this situation. So she's on to the quarterfinals. Then our next match Alyssa Lampy versus Amy Fernside. 2019 for. Amy and 2013 for Lampy. Yeah, I and mean, we talked about this already. I'll, I'll go first. I, I certainly am with 2013 Lampy on this one, though I do appreciate the argument, you know, that or just, you know, the recent stuff that was happening, but um, you can make an argument there, but I, I'm going to go with Lampy. Lampy? Um, what was fan vote? The fan vote was Lampy. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, I think everybody, probably most people believe that Lampy would win that. Of course, she would be the favorite going into that match. That said, uh, I'm really high on Amy Fernside. Um, I think she had a bad match in December. Um, and like we already talked about, you know, you wrestle them again, things can go very different. I think Amy had a fantastic year last year, so I know this is a big upset, not a landmine, but uh, I am throwing my vote at Amy Fernside. Okay, I get the tiebreaker, but ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with Lampy because 2013, she won her bronze, um, you know, really dominant, uh, won the Poland Open that year. So I'm going to go with Lampy, and that puts our majority with Lampy. Amy is an awesome wrestler, though, and I'm really excited to watch her in the 2021 season. Next up, we have Marina Doi, 2017 Marina Doi versus 2017 Victoria Anthony. Um, uh, yeah, this is almost next topic. I mean, as good as the Doy sisters are, um, I mean, Victoria Anthony's got so much game, so much offense. Um, yeah, I think the Doy sisters, they wrestle really strong with heavy hands, but, uh, Victoria Anthony wouldn't have a problem with that. So that's my vote. Yep, I think Anthony, the next topic, and our fans do agree with that. But the real question is, Ben... How many seconds into a match with 110-pound Victoria Anthony do you think it would take 
for her to inside trip you? You give yourself uh, 20 seconds? Yeah, inside trip me pretty quick. I imagine <laughs> I would lose my balance probably just shaking her hand. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So- all right, we'll give Ben 20 seconds before he gets inside trip. Before I, yeah, I could. That's enough time to maybe run a little bit. So yeah, that's the over right. uh, 20. What would you give it, Derek? I'd give you a little more just because of your size. Okay, I'm big. Yeah. yeah, you're big. I mean, you know, you you don't miss a lot of snacks. <laughs> um, even though you actually, to, to your defense, you 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 discipline yourself, especially during the quarantine. I, I'm proud of you for that. I'm working on it. Yeah. But, did uh, you guys see that video though, where Anthony, uh, she, I think, did a back step and an arm throw on Tanner Hall? So he <laughs> Tanner Hall. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave it at twenty. All right, let's go on. <laughs> My vote is for Anthony there as well, by the way. Okay, so that's majority for Anthony. Next up, we have um, 2015 Emily Webster versus 25 Sarah Fullabawa, and our fan vote was with Sarah. Okay, I, I was blown away by Webster. What I saw, uh, you know, again, like she was the one I, I was mentioning in the, you know, underneath position in the front head and, and scoring consistently from that position. Very comfortable, um, you know, offense from every position, fundamentally, positionally sound. 118-0 and 0 in college is hard to argue with. Four-time WCWA champion, Webster's my vote. I got Webster as well, especially because she won that year over a, a athlete that would go on to be a two-time champ with a torn ACL. I don't think you can outdo that. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Webster as well. All right, and our last matchup, our fan vote was with Rana Heaton, the 2015 version of her that won her cadet world title. Wow. First 2004, Patricia Miranda, who is an Olympic medalist. Yeah. There's a medal named after this lady. <laughs> there is. Uh, it's basically the uh, the college, the you know, women's college wrestling Hodge Trophy. Uh, Abby Nettie won that this year. Uh, all I've got to say is to the fans who voted for Rana, and Rana's a great wrestler. No disrespect. I mean, she's tough, competitive. You know, at the world level. Um, but go watch Patricia Miranda wrestle. Get on YouTube and watch her wrestle. I mean, she was so tough, so athletic. Uh, so much uh, offense. She actually beat Clarissa Chun by fall, uh, I think, in 2003. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's for me, that that's not a hard vote, uh, Patricia, Patricia Miranda. I think it's kind of, you know, Rana's one of my great friends, and I think one of the athletes at her best years are ahead of her. But uh, I think it's Miranda next topic for me. All right. Well, same vote. All right, well, that concludes uh, 50 kilos. So everyone be on the lookout next week for the quarterfinals in that weight. All right, so we are on to 53 kilos. Um, we got Helen Maroulis at the one seed, Jakara Winchester at the two seed. Very exciting group. Uh, Sarah Hildebrand in the three seed spot here. And uh, Tatiana Padilla, who some of you may know from MMA, um, is um, – in the four spot. So observations, intriguing matchups in this weight class. I think uh, an intriguing one right off the bat for me is um, Padilla, which she won a world bronze in 2010, which is what we have for her peak year, uh, versus 2018 Aleda Martinez. Um, you know, Aleda had a great year, uh, <laughs> WWA 
champ, um, you know, age level world team member multiple times. And I think, uh, you know, it's interesting, especially because we haven't seen Padilla on the scene for a while. Obviously, she transitioned to MMA and has had a lot of success there. But, you know, Martinez had a really dominant college season. And you compare that with Padilla's world bronze, it makes for a pretty good matchup. Um, I got to say, uh, 2003 Tina George, oh my goodness. I watched a match between her and Yoshida at 2003 Worlds, and she freaking took down Yoshida twice. I mean, so that's not a fluke. Like, that means you can you can wrestle, and not just wrestle, but wrestle against one of the best, not just in the world, but ever. So, man, I mean, we got Tina, you know, seated number 14 against number three, Sarah Hildebrand. Uh, I'm going to wait to get my vote on that. But holy cow, I was pretty blown away. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I also think uh, one that, you know, kind of sticks out to me, too, is 2015 Sharon Jacobson um, versus Bill Scusa. Because Jacobson actually in 2015 was coming back from MMA, wanted to make a run at 2016 and had a 12-9 win over... Jakar Winchester, which obviously we know she went on to be a world champ, so that is a notable win for sure. And Velskuta had a great year, um, beat Catherine Shy twice in the semifinals at U.S. Nationals, and at Farrell qualified for Olympic trials next year, so that one sticks out to me. But you guys uh, ready to vote? Yeah, we can vote. I'll just say this one thing. I was you know, intrigued by the accolades of 2019 Gracie Figueroa and the 2009 Catherine Shy. I realized Catherine uh, beat Gracie last year, uh, yeah. so that I feel like that head-to-head kind of um, definitely hurts hurts Gracie in that. But the accolades of the years—they're very, very similar years. Um, you know, both uh, uh, you know Catherine second in the U.S. Open, Gracie third, third in World Team Trials, WCWA champions. It's pretty um, pretty great years from both of them. Definitely. So our first matchup: we have 2016 Helen Morales versus 2017 Sam. Klingle and Helen obviously won the Olympic gold that year over Yoshida. And then Sam is an athlete for WCAP. Um, great athlete for them. What do you guys think? Next topic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we got Helen. The fan vote is also with Helen. This matchup is also, some would say, a spicy one. We have 2010 Jess Medina versus 2003 Diana Ricks Betterman. Um, and the fan vote was with Betterman. Oh, actually, my bad. I think it was with – no, it was with Betterman. Yeah. Um, you're right. I think this is a really intriguing matchup. I think I think we got the seed right on this. You know, they're very close, so eight and nine is pretty accurate. Um, I'm going with uh, Jessica Medina just because uh, I'm going to make the argument that it was – the competition was deeper in 2010 when Medina had her best year than it was in 2003 when uh, Betterman had her uh, best year. So um, for that reason, I'm going with Medina. I am with Medina too. Um, I think an interesting note is Betterman uh, wrestled in Boys State in Maine and she got second there, which has been done by a couple athletes. Alyssa Lampy, another one, she got second. I believe in Wisconsin, um, same with Macy Kilty. Uh, so I thought that was interesting, but I saw Medina, you know, world bronze, um, taking in Pan Ams. So yeah, I think she had a great, great year. 
Yeah, I'm with Medina on that one as well. So that I think that I think that's uh, an upset, the nine over the eight. Yeah, uh, I need to correct myself though. She was a World Team Trials champion. I don't think she won World Bronze that year, but she did win World Team Trials. But that puts uh, Medina over the fan vote of Betterman. And next we have a uh, 2009 Catherine Shy versus 2019 Gracie Figueroa with the fan vote going to Catherine Shy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that they, similar accolades, but definitely Shy, uh, I think, beat her last year, correct? Um, yeah, which is in Gracie's peak year. Yeah. Twice, right? Yeah. I think she beat her twice. Tough matchup for the first round yeah. for Gracie. Yeah. So. I think she beat her at the Open and then at World Team Trials in North Carolina. Yeah. So I think uh, we all, fans included, got yep. Catherine Shy. I think yep. Gracie, though, you know, many good years ahead of her and excited to see what she can do. Um, yeah, she's next up, amazing. We have uh, 2018 Elena Martinez versus 2010 Tatiana Padilla, now Tatiana Suarez. And the fan vote was with Padilla Suarez. Yeah, um, I'm going with the fans on this. Uh, you know, Elena Martinez is a great wrestler. I think her best days are ahead of her still. Um, but man, Tatiana Padilla was a hammer. And um, I think there's a sense in the wrestling community, too, that, you know, she left some things on the table, you know, when she went into MMA. I think I think she could have done more um, in in the wrestling world. Um, she was she was great. And uh, I'm going with Padilla. Who do you got, Ben? Padilla. Yeah, Padilla as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think Aleda, you know, is a great wrestler and has a lot of age-level accomplishments, but I think it's hard to argue with a world bronze medal at the Senior World Championships, so I got Padilla. Um, next up, we have Sarah Hildebrandt, uh, 2018 Sarah Hildebrandt versus 2003 Tina George. Listen, I'll go first because I know Derek wants to vote for Tina George, and I, and hey, I appreciate hey, 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 hey. Well, I'm just saying, if I because if I go for Hildebrand, which I will, uh, and I don't think I need to give much of an argument for it, maybe uh, you know, call it recency bias. Um, I uh, I'm gonna be doing some more uh, looks later into Tina George's matches. That said, I'm going with Hildebrand. Listen, it takes a lot for me to cast a vote against Sarah Hildebrand. I mean, a world silver medalist. I don't have all her accolades in front of me. We know Sarah, right? She's She's awesome. She's great. She's world-class. She's one of the best in the world. But so was Tina George in 2003. And she took down Yoshida. I mean, just the name Yoshida, right? Everybody who follows women's wrestling, that's the woman that Helen Marulis beat uh, in 2016 to win her gold medal. Yoshida had won like 13 world championships and I think two gold medals in, in that. It wasn't 13 in a row. I think she, she took a year off somewhere in there. But, I mean, this is a legend. This is one of the best of all time. And Tina George lost to Yoshida like 5-2, but she took her down twice. And um, very and, and it was not a fluke. So, um, that said, I'm going to be contrary here, and I, I'm going to cast a respect vote for Tina George. So, I have a question. In the case... In the case of a tiebreaker, do we go to fan vote? Is that the... Yeah, I think we would. I think, yeah, I think we would. 
I'm also, no disrespect to Sarah Hildebrand, I think she could very well go on to win Olympic gold in 2020. But I think I'm going to go with Tina George. I think just with Yoshida, you know, I think, you know, losing in the world finals to, to Yoshida that close um, to an absolute legend warrants my vote. But that puts us in a tiebreaker. Star winner, still 2018 world silver medalist, Sarah Hildebrandt. Boy, that, that was a bad draw for Sarah. I know. That's a tough first round match all around. Yeah. Uh, next, we have another interesting one. Uh, 2019 Tiari Aiki versus uh, 2019 Dom Parrish. And our fan vote was with Parrish. Yeah, I'm going with the fans on this myself. Uh, Dominique Parrish, great college wrestler, two-time WCWA champ. Uh, she beat a very wily, crafty, uh, sneaky Alex Hedrick in the WCWA finals in 2019. Three-time U23 world team member. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm casting my vote for Parrish. <clears throat> I got Parrish as well. She won the Miranda medal that year. And also, um, you know, gave Jakara uh, a good match. I think one of the final X rounds. I think the other final X match was not that close, but... You know, her U.S. Nationals, um, you know, this year she was in the same bracket as Shy, who beat um, Ike, and, you know, she went on to win that bracket. So I'm with Parrish. Yeah, I'm with Parrish as well. Um, I just, again, recognizing, too, the the squishing of the Olympic weights. You know what I mean? How it brings all these, you know, yeah, the funnels everybody, it, yeah. it funnels all these, uh, you know, in, in a regular year it funnels everybody, let alone a hypothetical all-time years this is uh difficult to to pick one over the other but i'm going to go with paris as well well that was a conversation emma and i had too about you know we were looking at the seedings and you know emma had uh and the reaper team had <clears throat> i don't remember who it was but somebody who placed like ninth at in an olympic year was ahead of a few women who placed you know who like medaled like a bronze medal in a non-olympic year at a non-olympic weight and um you know I said, can you explain this? And, and the argument was that Olympic years, they, they are harder, and it is worth something to make the top 10 in an Olympic weight class in an Olympic year. You know, no, no, no shade or disrespect thrown at a world medal, for God's sake, but uh, it is special. An Olympic year is, is, is different. It's special. All right, so we got Paris with the win there to advance her to the quarterfinals. Next, uh, we have 2015 Sharon Jacobson versus 2019 Ariana Villascusa. Um, I'll go first. Um, that win over Winchester is kind of stuck in my head. Uh, Villascusa is fantastic. Um, but you know, she got teched by Winchester in 2019. So if we're talking about, you know, Sharon Jacobson beating Winchester in her peak year, um, you know, I'm going to have to go with Jacobson. I'm with you. I'm going to go with Jacobson as well. Oh, I think we're going to overturn the fan vote, which was towards Villascusa. But I got Jacobson. I, I think, you know, just her year that year, especially coming off, you know, being in MMA, just like your timing as a wrestler is so much affected, you know, because of MMA. So I think it's impressive. She went on to win the U.S. Open that year. So I think we overturned the fans with uh, that one. But um, our last match in this bracket, I might say this name wrong, so feel free to correct me. 
is uh, Carlene Slubersky. Slubersky, yep. Slubersky versus uh, 2019 Winchester. Winchester has the fan vote. And for my vote, I think Winchester next topic. Um, yeah. I'm going with Winchester. Go ahead, you going Winchester? I'm going with Winchester, yeah. This is not next topic for me. Um, I know Carlene. She's a friend. Uh, great wrestler. Start, got her start in New York. Um, she beat Jessica Medina. Uh, oh, took third place in the World Team Trials in 2015. Lost 5-3 to Condor uh, in the U.S. Open in uh, 2015. Carlene is a, is a fantastic wrestler. Her name belongs here among the greats. That said, this is a bad draw for Carlene. Um, Carlene's actually a coach now in uh, Providence, um, University of Providence. Took that coaching job last year. Uh, great person, great wrestler, bad draw, going Winchester. All right, so we got 53 um, completed. Uh, next up, we have 57 kilos which is um, just an awesome bracket all around. So we have number one top-seeded uh, 2017 Allie Reagan, which she was a world silver medalist that year, um, versus 2018 Lauren Mason. Okay. Um, Are we going to walk right through it right now with our choices, or is that what we're going to do? Yeah, maybe yeah. this time, just to keep things moving, let's make observations as we go. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, well, Lauren's not... Lauren's going to be one of our hosts here. She's not on the show yet. She, what time is she coming? I know. I was here to argue her. I know. <laughs> Quick, let's let's vote for Allie Reagan before she gets in here. Um, Lauren is a three-time All-American, great wrestler. Um, I think, but I think it would take Lauren maybe uh, plus, you know, a pretty solid SFU freshman uh, to take down Allie Reagan <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> Um, Lauren's got a lot ahead of her, and and uh, she's she's a fantastic wrestler. Uh, but I'm I'm casting my vote with uh, Ellie Reagan. Same here, Ben. Here's your chance to vote for us of you. Yep, uh, I'm gonna go with Reagan. Okay, <laughs> uh, our fans also um, let's see agreed with us, and they voted Reagan. So we got Ellie Reagan um, as our winner. All right, here's a interesting one. I wish we had our. Uh, friend Sam on the podcast here, but we got 2009 Michaela Hutchinson versus 2019 Jenna Burkert. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that R is silent, isn't it? Does she just say Jenna Burkett? I've heard it both ways, but. Okay, I'll have to ask her. I, Jenna, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. I am not sure. I think it's, I've heard both, honestly. I might be wrong, but I, I don't know. I'm from New York. She's from New York. I, I, I've never said the R. It just feels I don't know, it feels better to say Burkett, but could be wrong. Um, that said, um, gosh, this is a tough one. I know. Um, Michaela Hutchison, wasn't she a state champ in the boys' division in Alaska? Yeah, in high school. And this year, too, another notable thing. It's never been done since, um, if I'm correct. She won uh, an NAIA men's folk style match 13-4. to which is pretty impressive, and that is the year she also won WCWAs. And then last year, of course, Jenna uh, beat Becca Leathers, avenged her loss from the U.S. Open, um, you know, made another world team, and overall had a great year. Yeah, and also, um, Hutchison lost 
4-4 to Jakara Winchester by Criteria in 2014. And she only lost to uh, Allie Reagan 6-4 in uh, 2014. So, you know, we're, we're talking about a, a competitor here who is right there with the best in the world at that time. I mean, that again, this is 2009 Michaela Hutchinson, so we're talking about even a better version of her than that. Um, my recency bias kind of made me think at first it was going to be Jenna Burkett, but when I really looked at it and we're talking about her peak year, I'm going with Michaela Hutchison. Um, sorry, everybody. Um, we had a little technical difficulty and got cut off. So we are back. And um, the last match we were talking about was uh, I cast my vote for Michaela Hutchison based on uh, the 2009 version of her. And I was going to vote at that one for Jenna Burkett and uh, go New York, huh? Go New York. Yep. And I said, uh, partially, probably out of fear of doing burpees from a uh, good old friend, Sam. I'm kidding. Michaela's an awesome athlete. I said Michaela, um, but that puts it to a fan vote and the fans were with Jenna on this one. And then um, just to kind of run through some of the other results, we had 2004 Olympian Taylor O'Donnell, um, six in the Olympics. Over 2003 world bronze medalist Jenny Wong, even though Jenny had the fan vote. Um, and then we had uh, 2015 Lee Jeans over Stephanie Shaw. Stephanie, amazing athlete, fourth at the Olympic trials as a high school junior with a win over Sally Roberts, but hard to argue with the world bronze. And then uh, the last match that kind of cut out was 2005 Sally Roberts, world bronze, over 2008 US Open champion Aaron Tomio um, Vandiver, now the coach at STEM. And that puts us on to 2016 to Shia Allo versus 2017 Becca Leathers. Good. Let me just back up one step and just say shout out to both Sally Roberts and uh, Aaron Tomeo, who's now Aaron Vandiver, both doing great things for the you know women's wrestling. Sally Robert, Roberts, who runs Wrestle Like a Girl, and uh, Aaron Vandiver, who's the head coach at Wyoming Sam Women's Program. So shout out to both of those uh, women for doing great things. Um, yeah, I'm going uh, Becca Leathers. Uh, in that match against uh, Taisha Ello. Uh, uh, Becca was fantastic in 2017. What, she, what, she won a world bronze that year? Yeah, yeah. world bronze. Yeah. Um, I'll go Becca as well. And I'm going Becca as well. All right, so the fans also went Becca, so that's a sweep there. Um, now we have 2012 Kelsey Campbell versus 2019 Abby Nutty. Uh, Kelsey is an Olympian. Um, Beat yeah. Helen Marulis that year too. Yeah, it was at the Olympic team trials. Listen, for guys, guys, we got to move this on. I'm landmining this one, and Nettie's going to win it. Whoa! What? Yeah, the first, la first landmine. So the first landmine. Yeah. Blown. I just throwing down you know, the I, hammer. I don't know if I need to defend this or not, but uh, definitely uh, some uh, recency bias here. But Nettie was a, a hammer last year. And yeah, back to back WCWA champion, one senior nationals. I mean, Can I say, I'm just surprised that Ben didn't save his uh, landmine for an SFU athlete. It's so, true. Yeah, I mean, shocker there. I could right, have used, so. uh, used it for Lauren Mason, but she didn't get on the show. I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Was, that would have been okay, very uh, kind. Uh, Allie Reagan them. might have had some issue with that pick. That would have been a <laughs> poor landmine usage. <laughs> All right, so we got Nettie winning that one. The fans also voted Nettie. Um, 2019, Alex Hedrick versus 2008, Marcy Van Dusen, uh, Olympian. 
and Hedrick, um, you know, uh, 2019 fifth place uh, Olympic trials qualifier. What do you guys think? Uh, Hedrick also 2020 uh, WC. Uh, I can't even remember the abbreviation. Adrian Cliff Cashard uh, uh, from Adrian. <laughs> I don't want, you know, I'm trying to get this right. W, we call it WWC Nationals and also the NCAA Nationals, but it's actually the NCWWC. That's it. There it is. Nice job. Alex Hedrick, yeah. 2020 NCWWC champion, national champion as well. Um, I love Alex Hedrick. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, kind of online friends with her dad. We just did an article on her. She had a great year, great wrestler, bright future in this sport. Matter of fact, do I have it right that she knows Lauren Mason? Is that why she ended up at uh, – is, is Lauren from California? Yes, they're both from California. Okay, I think Lauren actually was one of the reasons that um, – Alex ended up at SFU. Interesting tidbit for our New York SFU fan there, Ben. Yeah. Um, anyway, love Alex Hedrick. That said, this is a bad draw for her when you're yeah, talking about an Olympian Van Dusen, you know, top 10 at the Olympics. Um, I think it'd be a great match, but I think Van Dusen uh, wins that and is my vote. I got Van Dusen as well. Yeah, the fans also agreed with us. Um, so that wraps up our 57 kilo bracket. So now we're on to the second half of the Olympic weights out here. Um, starting it off, uh, with 62 kilos. All right. Uh, all right. First match, uh, we got, let's see, let me pull up the right thing here. We got against Francesca Giorgio. Yep. I think it's McMahon next topic. Giorgio yeah. did wrestle for Simon Fraser, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah. So. He was a Simon you, Fraser. You just use your landmine, Ben. It's over. <laughs> you can't landmine this, okay? All right. Calm down. McMahon Calm was down. a silver medalist in the Olympics, so yeah. Yeah, and she uh, she was also in the UFC, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, she had a a kid. Uh, I think she's kind of come back, or or I know she had a, a child, so. I'm not sure if she's still fighting or, or plans to continue fighting, but UFC Olympic silver that year. I think she lost to Yoshida in the finals. Yoshida was at 63, I believe, that year. Um, so I got McMahon all the way. Yeah, I didn't cast my vote officially yet. I'm going to give my vote to the woman who said, if I was going to die tomorrow, I would still go to wrestling practice today. And that was Sarah McMahon. That's a good quote. All right, the fans say McMahon as well. All right. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Next match. Yeah. Next, we got Emma Bruntel, 2019 Emma Bruntel against 2017. Uh, was she a junior world champion that year, Maya Nelson? Yep, junior world champ. Um, she got, I believe, second to Jen Page at um, Schultz and Senior Nationals. And then she was on the national team number three that year. Um, Can I tell you what annoys me? What annoys me is that that match didn't happen at the U.S. Open. I know. Wait, the Jen Page match or me oh, and Maya? You, you and, and Mike Nelson. Bad. I know. I really wanted it to, but I know she's uh, she's pretty banged up, so I definitely understand. But I definitely uh, wanted to wrestle that match. I think everyone would rather 
you know, have a finals match then and then get a forfeit. But hopefully next year, you know. That's... We're, we're assuming your vote, okay? Yeah, I mean, I think as a wrestler, you know, you got to you gotta vote for yourself. If you don't have confidence in your ability, then that's not a, a good day. So obviously my vote's pretty much set. But a lot of respect, obviously, junior world title. It's a great year. And uh, what was the fan vote on this? This one went to Maya. Okay. So don't uh, worry, I won't be offended if you guys vote mine. Okay. This is a coin flip, so I'm actually going to flip a coin. Okay. Wait, should I flip a coin too? <laughs> if you want. I'll flip a, I'll flip a bottle cap. That means wait, that means that Emma wait, what is it? It's one one. I would one, need you know. both of you, I would need both of your coin flips to land me, because if, if it's one of you versus another in the fan vote, it'll go to Maya. Right. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Heads or tails, Emma? Tails. Tails never fails. Tails it is. I heads. Should I stick with tails? Heads. It was what? heads for me. Oh, no. no. <laughs> okay, Wait, she's going to pick separately for you, or is that is that the official? Well, I, I flipped the coin, too. I, fl I flipped I the said coin. tails. It's okay. Leave All right. Heads. All right, Maya gets this one. Hopefully, we get that matchup next year at Olympic Trials. Um so that's Maya for that one. Now this Sorry, one Emma. It's okay. I feel bad. It's okay. I'm still holding on to hope, you know, that that later I'll I'll get a nice little landmine or something, you know. Be yeah, good. because the, the record, actually, the way this actually went down, if you looked at it on paper, was she got one vote, and it was her. Like, you didn't vote for her, I didn't vote for her, and the fans didn't vote for her. No, you did vote for her. You got tails. Oh, I did get tails. I voted yeah. for you, Emma. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, okay. I got two votes. Oh, she got two votes. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Record straight. But then okay. it split with the fans. Um, right. Got it. And then oh. we got 2018 Mallory Velti versus 2016 Amanda Hendy. Man, this I'm is a good matchup. Go on this, because um, Hendy uh, in 2016 was in a, a bracket with Mal. Um, ended up winning that bracket with the win over Jen Page in the finals. Um, and then beat Velti again at Schultz, even though Velti outplaced her in the tournament. Uh, both great athletes, but I got Hendy. Wow. Uh, I love Mallory Velti. Um, and this match has happened a number of times. And it's it's been split, right? Well, they both won matches. I, I think Hendy's won a few more than than Velti. They, they did wrestle in 2018, though, that year of uh, her peak year, Velti won. They wrestled in the in, semis, of, in the semis. The and then, and then in 2016, Hendy's peak year, she beat Velti that year. Um, and then, and then Hendy beat Velti in 2019 at the Dave Schultz. I don't know. It's really tough, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm this is freestyle. I'm going last score, right? Last. So if we're using these two years, 2016, Hendy won. 2018, Velti won. Last score, right? According to these. Standards, the last winner in their peak year was Mallory Velti, so I'm going Velti. What do you got, Ben? I'm going to go with Hendy, and uh, I don't think that solves anything outside of put it back to the fan vote for the win. Yeah, uh, the, fans the fans went Velti, but uh, a great matchup, tough one for Hendy. She's a great athlete, but uh, Mal moves on. Um, next, we got 2009, uh, Melissa Apodaca versus 2019, Kayla Miracle, and uh, Melissa... She is actually from Alaska, so like other Alaska greats, um, Michaela Hutchinson, university national champ, university world bronze, um, had to overcome uh, 
basically homelessness and poverty um, as a young kid and came out and won a world bronze medal out of it at the university level. So awesome, but I got Kayla. I'll go with me. I'll just say that I picked Kayla this year, you know, to, to be dominant in the, in the whole thing. You remember Derek, I made a, yeah. I made a bold hot take prediction and I totally was wrong because everything shut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were going to pick her to, to get yeah, the, the story of the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I just means had to... pick, that means you picked her over uh, your co-host. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. Yes. At that moment, I didn't know I'd be co-hosting. Hey, Emma. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Kayla. <laughs> and uh, definitely going with Kayla on this. In this yeah, I'm going Kayla. Uh, yeah, love yeah. Kayla. <laughs> uh, 2008 uh, Olympic bronze medalist Randy Miller um, versus 2019 Desiree Zavala, um, who was second to Kayla at World Team Trials, second to her at the U.S. Open and U23s. And Randy obviously won her Olympic bronze in 2008. Next topic. Not, not no offense. I just mean Olympic bronze medalist. That's that's uh, yeah, pretty awesome. The 2008 version of Randy Miller. Yeah. Yeah, she was a hammer, and uh, Desiree is a fellow Washington native, but got to go with Olympic bronze. 2014 Jennifer Page versus 2016 um, Aaron Claudio. The fans are with Claudio on this one. I'm with Claudio. Um, they wrestled a few times. It's always really, really close. But Claudio has seems to get the edge, um, at least in the matches I saw. Uh, so I'm going with Claudio. Yeah, she actually was in the finals with Poriskova at Olympic Trials, the same bracket that Jen Page was in. So I'm with Claudio as well. I'm going to go with Jennifer Page just because, you know, we're dropping her name in other matchups and other comparisons with other people, similar opponents. And, uh, I just, uh, I know it's not going to win her the match, but I'll go with Paige for this one. All right. We got uh, Claudio moving on to the quarters. Next up, um, apologies if I butcher this name. Um, we got, let's see, Elena, I think is her first name. I'm trying I to find it. Right, yep. Elena uh, Bur Barube. It's like I don't Barube. Know how to say it. Barube. Uh, she was a four time or three-time WCWA champion for the University of Cumberland's um, third I and multiple read four time. Was she, was she a four-timer? No. Um, okay. There's only been Vicki Helen, uh, and she was back in 2007, and, and gotcha. Vicki was the first. So I think that was a typo. She was a three-timer, though. Um, okay. Very impressive uh, three-timer. Um, but on this one, she's against 2019 Macy Kilty. Uh, Macy had a monster year. I think obviously one of those athletes best years ahead of her. So I'm going to go Macy. What do you think, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been watching again, maybe this is recency bias and I see it, but I'm going to go with Macy. She was, she's just, and she is a hammer out there. Yeah. And you know, you, you could say, well, I mean, you know, Elena Barube won three WCWA titles and Kilty didn't win any. Well, that's because Kilty, just literally skipped that level and went right to the senior level and, um, you know, got a U23 silver this year. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Kilty. All right, our last matchup for 62 kilos, 2017, Jesse Key, um, you know, King University All-American versus 2012, Elena Poroskova, Olympian and world silver medalist. Elena. Elena, next topic for me. Elena. 
Uh, the fans agree with us on that one. So that wraps up 62, and we get to 68 kilos with our world champion, uh, Tamara Mensa Stock, 2019 Mensa, and uh, 2019 uh, third place at NWWC's uh, Ash Ortega. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to make an argument for Ashlyn, you know, my pick is Tamara, but uh, Ashlyn Ortega is a great wrestler, had some really big wins this year. Uh, I think she beat a world medalist, um, Fazeri, I think. Um, uh, Olympian, I think, for Canada. Olympian. Oh, she was world bronze, too, and she yeah. wrestled Holland in 2017. Yeah. Very impressive win. Very impressive win. Um, I, somebody else I know beat her, too. Yeah, Lara. That was a good match. No, I, thought you, I thought you beat Fazeri. No, I have so she was at 65 oh. uh, at the Open. I beat, uh, what's her name? Brulette. Yeah, we yeah. We were first round at the SFU Open, actually. I knew you beat one of those Canadians. I felt super bad, too. Jessica, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry, because that was my first match back after a year and a half layoff, and I definitely threw up during that match. Um, so, oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jess. That was gross. Uh, okay. So I think we got Mensa on that one. Ben, you're with Mensa? I'm, in, I'm with Mensa, yeah. All right. So we got 2019 Rachel Waters versus 2019 uh, Olivia Fisk. Fisk. Yeah, great matchup, but I'm going with Fisk. So I'm going to go with Waters because uh, Waters won uh, WCWAs over Jaden Laurent. But even though my vote is for Waters, the fans agree with y'all. There with um, Fisk, so she will advance. Ben, you got an SFU wrestler through. Nice. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Another good matchup 2018 Julia Salata versus 2019 Jaden Laurent. Um, yeah, I'll just go first uh, without much of an argument. I, I think Jaden Laurent's a great wrestler, unbelievable. Again, one of those that the best is yet to come. Um, but uh, same with Julia, though. She's a, she's a, she's, I'm going with Julia on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Julia. Jade Lorenz, great. I think she's still working on her, her, uh, you know, offensive options. Everybody knows she's got a great double. I think she's been working on her, you know, her, her single leg shots and, you know, developing some, some level two offense. Uh, but Julia's a crafty veteran, experienced you know, got a lot of game. Um, I, I don't think that Jaden could get the points that she would need to beat a Julia Salata. So I'm going Julia. This match actually happened in the 2018 U.S. Open semis. Um, and Julia won, I believe, pretty handily. Uh, and then she went on to beat, you know, Forrest in that U.S. Open final. Um, I think Julia, also Jaden had some losses this year to good people, you know, Rachel and, and Alex. But Losses nonetheless. Um, so I got Julia, and I, the fans are in agreement as well. Ben, are you able to check the Facebook feed at all? I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at it, it's playing. Okay, just want to make sure we're next, any comments or no. Our next matchup is uh, Iman Kazem 2019 versus 2019 Victoria Francis. This is a direct head to head matchup that happened in both their peak years. So I got Francis. Francis. Francis with a uh, cement mixer. Yeah, yes, that's a signature one for her. All right, next one: um, 2019 Forest Molinari versus 2019 Skylar Grote. Um, love Skylar, tough wrestler. 
very competitive. Uh, but I don't, I don't think she can. I don't think she has the offense to get by Forrest. Forrest Molinari is my vote. Yeah, they were in the same bracket, and Forrest won the bracket, and uh, Skyler did not qualify for Olympic trials yet. So I got Molinari. Yeah, Molinari as well. We have a uh, 2015 Jacqueline Serber versus 2019 Alex Glade. Um, I would take 2018 or 2019 Alex Glade over Serber. Yeah, I'm going with Glaude as well. Serber's a, a hammer for sure. Um, she was actually in the 68 bracket, I believe, this year. Um, and she's, you know, in the finals with Adeline in the 2015 World Team Trials. That being said, um, Alex placed in that bracket higher than her and, um, you know, won an NWWC title this year. So I got Alex. Also, she's my teammate, and I don't want to get blast double <laughs> if I <laughs> vote against her. No, but uh, she earned it. Um, 2018 Randall Belts uh, versus 2016 World Junior World Bronze Medalist Alexis Porter. Yeah, Alexis Porter, also a four-time uh, WCWA All-American. Um, I think her high finish was uh, third. She, got, she took second one year? Okay. She took third her last year, I know. Um, you know, Randy Belts, very tough uh, wrestler. Uh, I think this is a very intriguing matchup. I would like to see this one. Has this happened? Is, is anybody? I couldn't find any record of it. Um... I, did, I think Alexis Porter was at 65 kilos, and at that time, Randy, yeah, that was, uh, Randy yep. was at 68. So um, that, that said, if the best version of uh, of AP shows up, and, and that's my caveat, if the best version of Alexis Porter shows up, uh, I think she wins that match. Yeah, I was. I'm going to go with belts in this one. Um, you know, getting all the way to the final X finals, you run into Mensa. You know what I mean? It's a uh, you know, it's uh, a what's that? The buzzsaw. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, but I'm gonna go with belts. I mean, she uh, clearly has earned the the right to be in in uh, on this page, and and uh, that's my vote. So I got a funny story for y'all, and this will explain why my vote is for belts. Um, so when John Smith was one of the world team coaches, I think in 2017 for the women's um, freestyle team he was showing like single leg defense and he had Randy grab his leg and he was like, Oh, you're a strong one. Aren't you? So I think if John Smith think, thinks you're pretty strong, I think you're pretty strong. So, that's all it took that's, was just one small little compliment from John Smith. Okay. Word to all competitors in the future. If, if John Smith compliments you, let us know that that'll get you through to the next round. Also ask if you ever see Sarah, I don't know. She put it on social media, so I don't feel bad saying this, but, Ask her about the time she accidentally bit John Smith and you'll get a fun story. <laughs> but that's why I got Randy belts. Um, however, our fans got AP. So Alexis Porter will advance. Boom. Another New York girl team. through. Yep. And our last matchup of this one, um, we have 2004 to Montgomery versus 2016. Uh, Brittany Roberts. Uh, I'm going with the Olympian there. Yep. Same yep. here. Me too. Brittany, um, you know, great competitor uh, in the finals in 2016 with Mensa at Olympic trials, but uh, Montgomery, yeah, Olympian, great wrestler. And this brings <laughs> us to our last weight class um, where we start off 
with 2019 world champion five times, Adeline Gray, versus 2019 Yelena McCoy of North Central, who you guys got? You know, I'll, I'm going to pick Adeline, of course, because I just want to see Derek pick Yelena just to see if he pick her. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> what? Exactly. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm attempting to position my North Central Cardinals <laughs> shirt in the camera. There it is. What? I can't. Uh, everything's backwards. There we go. You're, you don't know what you're doing, man. You just no, sit down. Anyway, um, obviously I'm going with Adeline Gray, though Yelena McCoyed was definitely a, a huge discussion point on our show all season for her breakout year. I, lo I love Yelena McCoyed. Her, her day is yet to come. Uh, you know, if we're talking about, you know, 2024 Yelena McCoyed, uh, you know, might be a different conversation. I, the answer is obvious. It's Adeline Gray. But uh, I'm glad to see Yelena's name in here. I would just like to see uh, Coach Norton's uh, – that's the last name, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, his reaction of you wearing a North Central shirt and voting against his uh, one of his <laughs> But hey, that still, being said, I couldn't agree more. It's out of line all the way. I still, um, respect, I still threw respect on Yelena there, though. <laughs> all right. We got 2019 Precious Bell versus 2012 three-time WCWA champion for Oklahoma City, Brittany Delgado. Um, I think Precious Bell has leveled up. You know, I think she took like – fourth third or fourth in 2019 at wcwa's um i think she would have won the uh, naia this year um and uh you know Brittany delgado is a wcwa champ uh the matches i saw she looked pretty defensive and i feel like you know precious really goes after her opponent she really looks to score points um so maybe i'll admit a little bit of recency bias here i'm going with menlo's precious bell I got Precious as well for the reasons you said too, Derek. Yeah, I, I have Precious Bell for no reason. <laughs> no. Except we're mad that Menlo didn't get to. That's that's actually a big deal. They didn't yeah. get to prove how great they are. Uh, they were yeah. at, at NAIA this year. We're still mad about that. Yeah. So next up, we got 2005 Katie Downing versus 2012 Stephanie Lee. Stephanie, um was the 2012 Olympian, but got disqualified because of a drug test for marijuana. Um, Katie Downing actually owned several wins over Christy Davis in <laughs> 2005, which is Christy Davis, obviously one of the goats of women's wrestling. So for me, I got Downing um, and so did the fans. Yeah, I'm with Downing here. Yeah, I, I think we just a footnote. Uh, Downing has, like you mentioned, Emma, a couple wins. Uh, over Christy Davis, and also Stephanie Lee got smashed by Christy Davis in the 2004 Olympic team trials. Um, so I'm going with Downing. And uh, Downing, you know, famously they had kind of a rivalry that Christy, you know, had gotten the best of her several times, and then she broke through, beat her, not only, you know, beat her, but went on to win a world bronze that year. So I think you got to go with her. Yep. Next up, we have... 2018 Corey Bullock, uh, final X finalist versus 2011 Ali Bernard, who was a world bronze that year. Um, the fans went with Bullock. I think that's definitely recency bias, even though she's my teammate and her blast double is something to be scared of. I got Ali Bernard. Yeah, I mean, you could say, well, Ali Bernard is a world bronze medalist. Corey Bullock is too. She, she got a bronze in U23s, 
But, you know, I think we're talking about uh, maybe a little different level here of the, the world bronze that, uh, uh, you know, Allie Bernard won. She actually beat Jenny Franson uh, yeah. in that in that. And went on, went on to get fifth at the Olympics, too, you know, a little later that year. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out, respect to Corey. Um, but, uh, yeah, my vote goes to Allie Bernard. Yeah, me too. Two-time Olympian. That's pretty amazing. So, All right. Next, we got uh, 2005 Ira Smith, world champion versus 2019 U.S. Open uh, runner-up Diamond Goldford. Um, Diamond is tough. I, I Again, I think Diamond is one of those wrestlers who, you know, if we did this tournament 10 years from now, her peak year might be a few years from now. Um, Diamond's a fantastic wrestler. Um Iris Smith was a world champion. Yep. And yeah. um, you know, what was really amazing to me was when I just started looking up results on her, I noticed that she actually was still wrestling in 2015, 10 years after she won a world title at the Dave Schultz and still getting tech falls too, by the way. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going with Iris Smith. I love Diamond Guilford, great wrestler, but I'm, I'm voting for Iris Smith. Yeah, Diamond's a part of Team Reaper. She's our chief financial officer. Um, I think, like you said, many years ahead of her. I also think Iris and her have very similar styles, both really powerful. And I yeah, think that would be so. a hard matchup for her. And obviously, obviously, Iris is a world champ. So as much as I love you, Diamond, uh, I got Iris in this one. And uh, so do the fans also. Okay. Ben, who do you, do you say Iris oh, in that one? I'm with Iris Smith, yep. Okay. Next one, we got 2008, Melissa Simmons, um, and verse 2009, Jenna Pavlik. Jenna um, is actually now a coach, um, and she was a world team member that year. And then um, 2008, Melissa Simmons was a WCWA champ and doubled up at the U.S. Open. Yeah, uh did that uh, was Jenna Pavlik was she, was she the one also that wrestled uh, for a men's program? She was part of the Lockhaven team with McMahon Lock and several other um, great great wrestlers. Yeah. Also took uh, she got a silver at the Pan Ams. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Pavlik there. I'm going with Pavlik as well. And the correction from my statement: she actually got second at World Team uh, World Team Trials. She was a U.S. Nationals champ, but. Yeah, I got um, I got Melissa Simmons. If you didn't know, she's a Washington girl. Um, actually, one of my Fargo coaches my first year. Right. Uh, so besides my own personal, um, I think Melissa is awesome. I think she was also an amazing wrestler. She won WCWAs with a broken face from a car accident, I think. Oh. She told me that story. It was wild. So um, I don't know exactly what she broke in her face, but maybe her orbital or something. Wow. Uh, so Melissa helped me. Um, next, two more matches left. Uh, 2013 Veronica Carlson versus 2019 Hannah Gladden. Hannah, um, runner up in both the Open and World Team Trials. Two Precious Bell. Uh, Veronica, um, she was third in the Haji Hednar Aliyev Golden Grand Prix, 10th in World Championships. Um, obviously, World Team member placed at the Ukraine Memorial, which is a really tough tournament, but I got her winning. I have uh, Carlson as well, winning second uh, in the Dave Schultz Memorial Tournament that, that year as well. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Carlson also. Um, one note on her is she actually gave Alina Stadnik 
of the Ukraine, all she could handle in 2013. And Stadnik was a world champion. Um, yeah. It was actually a pretty close match. So I'm going with Carlson. Yeah, that actually uh, overturned the fans' vote. They were in favor of Gladden. Um, so next up, we have a really good one. Uh, 2019, Jessica Rodier, um, you know, went, she got, I believe, third over Randy Belt at the U.S. Nationals and then um, won, you know, NWWC title versus 2007, Christy Davis, world champion. Um, oh, world silver, my bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, Christy Davis won two world titles. Yeah. Uh, she's a she's a legend in our sport. Uh, the most decorated, not just female wrestler of all time, but U.S. wrestler of all time, if I'm understanding that correctly. I think made 10 world teams, has like, what, nine medals, something like that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm close if it's if I'm not on that. And I think I think people forget how good she was. You know, when this when this bracket came out, you know, I think some people were immediately picking Adeline, and rightly so, five-time world champion. But um, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the angle that that match would be better than people maybe think it would be. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the final. next top. For yeah, sure. this match and is. I think. Go ahead. Oh, sorry about that. I think uh, two people, you know, Jessica did own a win over Davis in the 2016 um, Olympic trials, but that wasn't Christie's peak. Um, you know, that was almost 10 years after, you know, almost 15 from her, like, uh, years that she was really in her peak. And also Jessica's peak year is 2019, not 2016. So um, that's why we, I mean, I have Christy Davis anyways. And so well, do the I will say I'm going to pick Christy, but purely on the idea that she's from New York, from right, <laughs> down, right down the road where we grew up, Derek. And Stengline, uh, Murano, now Davis. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm going with uh, I'm going with Christy. But shout you out know, to Rodier to come back this year. You know, after she won a, the WCWA title a few years ago, maybe 2017, a while ago. Over Forest, yeah. Comes back this year and um, you know wins the uh, the NCAA tournament. Um, great year for her. Great wrestler. Uh, you know, congrats to her in that program. Yeah. Well, uh, this wraps up our, our round of 16 and, and we'll have these brackets updated and, and our guests, um, for next time up on both AWW and Reaper pretty soon. We got some pretty spicy quarterfinals matchups, so I'm excited to get into it next week. Well, Emma, thanks for all the hard work that you and, and, uh, Laura, both Laura's right. Two Laura's at, at Reaper. Lauren and Laura, pretty Lauren, close. Sorry, Lauren, that's right. Lauren and Laura and Diamond, uh, all the work that you've all done to make this a success. And I think it's great for the sports. You know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I appreciate all the work you put in. Ben, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Yeah, likewise. Um, set it for next time. Uh, keep on the lookout, fans. We'll have some cool stuff coming out this week. All right. Well, that's it for week one of virtual best all-time tourney. And until next time. We are out. Thanks for listening to AWW Radio.